Hey there friends, this is Alyssa and this is called Dinner with Dew. I'm here with my best friend and co-host Lauren. She's going to introduce herself. Hey guys, I'm Lauren. Okay, so have you ever seen that group in K-pop that has like 100 members? Better referred to as NCT. Well, as we started standing this group, we had to make a literal chart to keep them all straight in our heads. The one member, though, that we never needed the chart for was Kim DeYoung. <laughs> the way we came up with the name of this podcast was the fact that we always found ourselves having dinner together while watching NCT videos night after night. The one video that we continually watched, rewound, and rewatched again was the 2020 Mama's performance of From Home. If you are an NCT fan, this needs no further explanation. If you are not, go to YouTube right now and watch Minute 3 From Home Mama's 2020 rearranged version. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so everything just fell into place and it became a ritual for us and our favorite moments and memories together. And it just seemed like the perfect fit for what we want our podcast to be about. It's a place to come laugh together, discuss different topics, and make new friends along the way. Also, (laughs) Alyssa picked her bias that fateful day, and it was no other than Mr. Kim Do-Young himself. Shocker there. (laughs) I know. Safe to say, Do-Young stays bias-wrecking me, Lauren, on a daily basis, as this is evidenced by my photo library, TikTok, saves, and a little thing we like to call the bottom of Pinterest. And if you don't know what the bottom of Pinterest is, this is where all the good stuff is hiding. Um, So all in all, the stars aligned, and our idea for Dinner with Do was born. We want to say thank you to the sweet, slightly bratty angel that inspired us all. Alrighty guys, so we wanted to kind of go over briefly what we wanted for the show, what segments we're going to have, and things like how we're going to lay it out basically. So we'd like for it to be released once a week. We'd like to record on the weekends and release on Monday if possible, but we'll keep you updated on that. (laughs) And kind of the outline of the show, we're going to have an intro, talk to you guys, see how the week's going. Then the appetizer, we'll have a bunch of special segments like birthdays, artist of the month, military wife Wednesdays, you know what I mean? new releases album reviews stuff like that and then after that we'll have the main topic the main course of the week and then at the very end we'll have the dessert which is just a special topic something that either of us would like to talk about so in general okay so i'm gonna give you guys a sample of what our appetizers are gonna be and i'm gonna start out with my favorite one which is military wife wednesday Okay, so what we mean by that is we want to talk about all of our um, K-pop idols who are currently serving in the military and um, maybe their discharge and sometimes what they're doing in the military. Some of the idols upload things while they're in the military. So we're going to shed light on my favorite idol in the military, which is Mr. Taman. And um, (laughs) I'm going to keep this short (laughs) because um, if you know me personally, then you know that I can talk about Taman all day. All day. So like I said, I'll keep it short. So um, Taman is currently serving in the military in Korea. He is set to be discharged on November 2022. And um, he does things like he sings in the military band and he uploads songs Um, So we're just going to kind of talk about some people that are 
serving. Um, another one that we really like is Beck Yun. And if you guys don't know either of them, Taman is from a band called Shiny, who's been around for a long time. He's also a solo artist. He's also in Super M. And then Mr. Beck Yun is also in Super M. He's also from another K-pop band called EXO. So that's just a little snippet of what Military Wife Wednesday will be. Alrighty, guys. So we're just going to go into the main topic, uh, the main course of this podcast. Uh, our topic for this week is going to be uh, what got us into K-pop, how everything happened for us. So I'm Alyssa, and this is my perspective. So I would say that I officially got into the world of K-pop in March of 2020. So yes, fairly new and learning new things every day. I can definitely say I was dragged into it. <laughs> my two younger sisters and my soon my soon to be best friend at the time were already deep down the rabbit hole, but I tried to resist. I didn't understand just how much it would take over my life and just how much I, it would really add to it. A lot of people say that it's just music, but music to me is healing. It always has been for as long as I can remember. I've always been in love with music. Um, it's really my safe place, it's my escape, and it makes me happy. I am definitely not picky too. I listen to pretty much everything from pop to rock to country <laughs> to everything in between. I have never connected so much though with the genre that is K-pop um, and all that that really encompasses. Um, it has opened up a whole new world, one that I did not even know that I needed. I have always been interested in like other cultures. I traveled a lot in college and spent most of that time trying my best to become like a true citizen of the world and learn as much as I could. I, the more I learned though, the more I was exposed to, the more curious I became. And as a result, I've spent a good portion of my life exploring new places and new cultures um, whenever I can. I think it's so important to stay curious about the world around you and to step like outside of your small bubble and care about what goes on in the world as a whole. Yes, we're a very small part of the world, but we still are a part of it. Um, we belong and we're here for a reason. So I was pulled into the world of K-pop at the very start of the COVID-19 pandemic, <laughs> which was a very odd time to come into the world of K-pop. My first alt group, uh, my first and actual alt group is BTS. Uh, Jungkook is my bias. <laughs> it was definitely an interesting time to get introduced into the world of K-pop. Um, the more I learned and listened and watched, the more I loved it. And I really couldn't get enough. It was just so different uh, because of, I was used to listening to country and rock and <laughs> pop and stuff like that. Um, I think the thing that won me over the most, though, was that despite all the showmanship and all the inherent like over-exaggeration that comes with the music industry, still behind it all, there are like the most genuine and kind people. Um, the culture of respect and hard work really won me over the most, and getting to know various idols through hours and hours of content they hours. release. Yes. <laughs> it really, though, it gives you a sense of how genuine and, like, who's genuine and who isn't. Um, they're all such very talented individuals, way more talented than I can ever hope to be. Same. Um, but still, like, they're human and they're flawed, just like me, but they still choose to put their whole life out there on display to create and to 
give content to people that need it um it's just really inspiring and it's impressive um just to see them chase their dream in such a different and interesting way um also the message that they send to their fans especially bts in particular is one of self-love self-acceptance and tolerance um reminders that we could definitely all use from time to time they seem to have a genuine love for the music and the healing that it brings to so many people, and that I appreciate more than anything. Um, discovering the world of K-pop has given me so, so much, and this podcast is my small, tiny way of giving some of that good back that I've already received. Okay, so I'm going to mic check because Alyssa says I'm significantly louder than her, <laughs> um, which is funny because I am a natural loud talker. However, Alyssa's not, not, but um, other people in her family are. You'll meet them later. (laughs) So I am going to talk about my journey into the world of K-pop. It started in December of 2019, and it was a journey that started by chance, actually. Um, I was on Pinterest, (laughs) and a photo of Lucas from NCT, shocker. It was the one picture, it just led to a music video, which led to BTS's Carpool Karaoke episode on James Corden. That was it for me. RM caught my attention immediately, and from then I knew that I just had to learn more than just their names. So, if any of you have seen that episode, J-Hope and those jeans in the middle seat should be everybody's bias. As a matter of fact, he was like the first one I looked up, and um, me and my other friend were like, Oh my god, who's the one in the ripped jeans? Um, And then they all had J names. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't make a chart back then. We should have made charts back then. We should have. We weren't. We were baby army. We were baby army. Um, So, I talked to my little sister, Maddie. Okay, so, let me just say this up front. Maddie is Alyssa's blood little sister. (laughs) Um maddie is my little sister by um adoption as in i took her in as my child (laughs) um so i talked maddie into watching that carpool karaoke episode with me and she was immediately drawn to kim taehyung like from there we just went straight to pinterest again pinterest big shout out to pinterest (laughs) um and the first thing i said was a picture actually it was a sketch of taehyung and a bts logo um Then I decided, I was like, you know, it's time to find some of their music on Apple Music. And the first thing I added to my library was the Map of the Soul 7 album, which was the current comeback at that time. But little did I know that it would be my first comeback of many. So the first K-pop song that I couldn't stop listening to was, might be cliche, but it was Boy With Love um, by BTS. And from there on, I downloaded the entire BTS discography to my library. I was in it for real. Um, at this point in my life, music was so important to me. I was going through a really bad divorce at the time. And to say it was terrible was literally an understatement, you guys. I had found out my husband of seven years was cheating on me. And the divorce process was honestly one of the hardest periods of my life. Um, not only that, but my house got hit by a tornado two months after we decided to file for divorce. And then I got laid off from my part-time job. So I really was just no longer in control of anything in my life. Um, So finding K-pop was the one thing I had to look forward to on a daily basis. 
Um, not only did it bring me happiness, but it also brought me the best friends I could have asked for, and it helped me appreciate other cultures much more than I already did. But at that point, I fully devoted myself to learning all there is to know about K-pop and the industry, taking the title in our friend group as the K-pop encyclopedia. She is for real, guys. <laughs> so, um, why I look something up, or like why I look something up when you can just call me, that's literally where I got my nickname <laughs> um, I can literally like go on YouTube or somebody can ask me they're like hey what's that from I'm like oh just go on May 17th of 2020 and go to YouTube minute 2 second 33 and you'll find <laughs> yeah. um, but after almost two years of devoting ourselves to this standum we call um, we bring to you our collective knowledge of this crazy unpredictable world of K-pop Okay, so now that we have our um, sad, sappy introductions to K-pop out of the way, this is something that's going to need its own episode. You guys just need to know that up front because um, we went to see BTS last week. We flew across the country from Tennessee, where we live, to Los Angeles to go to the Permission to Dance tour. So we went to night three. We went to night three, and this all kind of transpired because me, Lauren... Um, originally had tickets to Map of the Soul, <clears throat> not trying to brag, but I had row one, barricade, main stage, sound check, if any of that, if you don't know what any of that means, we'll, we'll, we're going to explain concerts in another episode, um, how to get tickets, etc., etc. I uh, also had night two, sound check, and vanity stage, but as we all know, those were refunded due to COVID. So I had a code to get in for the new tour. And Alyssa and I were actually in vacation in San Francisco, and um, I'll never forget, we were sitting in my aunt's living room, and we're all like crowded around these two little tiny, my phone and my aunt's computer screen, waiting in the waiting room to get in. Um, we, my aunt actually got in before me, and was just, she was just, she, there wasn't really any tickets she wanted at that point, because so many army had already got in. Um, and as soon as they let me into the lobby to buy tickets, I literally just clicked whatever two seats were available and that's what we got. And luckily they were great seats. They were great. Like I said, whole other episode, but I just want to say that I was so close to Kim Nam June that I was crying so hard (laughs) that when they came around the audience on their little car things, he dead ass looked me in the eye and he smiled at me, and he was probably like, that poor little girl needs some help. So um, I think that was one of the defining moments, though. Like, it, it was yeah. so great to be, like, so close to them and to be able just to, like, look them in the eyes. After all this time, I and mean, we, we've watched all of their music, and we've really connected with yeah. it. And to really just be able to connect with them, I mean, I can see why, like, in-person concerts were so important to them. Yeah. It's just, it's a very, like, like... I don't know how to even describe There's it. There's no, you, yeah. can't, you can't describe it. There's, it's just, it's one of those things. I where still don't believe like, it happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just makes you so happy and you can't even really explain why, but. And I'm, I have to tell you guys something because until you see it with your own two eyes, Jungkook is real. He's so real. He is real. He has skin. He has eyes. He has hair. The jawline. The jaw. Oh my God. The jawline. <laughs> They're all real. And. Um, and they were just so talented they were, and yeah. so gracious. Like, you could tell how excited they were to be there. 
and just how much time like that they have been preparing and waiting for this just like us like yeah. honestly you could feel that same like wanting to be there that we were they were the same way so it was just it was so nice it was and like we were, like the most excited the most i <laughs> think i lost my voice like 30 seconds into the <laughs> intro song if you watch our videos which we can always upload some audio no you guys don't want to hear that <laughs> it's literal screaming and yeah that, i mean there i don't even know another word it's just screaming um but if you guys have ever been lucky enough to go to a concert especially bts hopefully you know what we mean and if you haven't hopefully you get to go to the new tour because in a recent interview from last week the interviewer said blink three times if you're going on a world tour <clears throat> they all blinked so hopefully we'll get a tour after their little hiatus they're on right now and um yep can i just say too like yeah. i'm so excited that they are getting to spend the holidays Me with too. their family and really just relax after what's been a crazy couple years through the pandemic i mean they have released so much music yeah so much content and then obviously preparing for the permission to dance on stage yeah they have done so much and the fact that they haven't been able to like spend actually spend the holidays with their families right. in like over 10 years is what they said oh yeah it's just it's insane which and their I'm, families now are like each other but it's still yeah. different it's like but it's yeah it's different i mean you like holidays all, I mean, is you know. just a time to be with your family right Right. and just the people that just you once love. a year though right <laughs> just once a year just once a year <laughs> but no i just i'm very happy for them and i'm really excited um that they get to spend that time with their family and really just recharge and uh, we know when they come back it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing every single time they every come back. time <laughs> you don't think they can do anything else and you think that they're hologram zombie robot aliens <laughs> but they're not because they saw them with their own two eyes. Right. And they are people. They have heartbeats. But, um, That's also, yeah, if you guys didn't know, Kim Namjoon is in Texas right now, which is not far from Tennessee. No. And, um... <laughs> that's all I'm. That, that's that's it. Just that's it. <laughs> just that's it. Just he's oh, close. And, and just just when we thought we were gonna get a moment of peace with them being gone, then they all get personal Instagram. Yeah. Accounts. What the hell? What and is then, that about? <laughs> and, and then John Cook's Instagram name. And like, then Kim Tae-young, just shirtless stories. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, how? Why is he like that? I don't know. And then RM dyeing his hair black so people wouldn't notice who he is, which you guys, at the concert, he came out. He's a mountain. We'll know who he is. He is literally a mountain. I don't even know. I, I'm eating, sitting here eating hummus <laughs> and thinking about Kim Nong. <laughs> Um, this is a typical, you know, this Tuesday is a typical, night for us. Yeah, this is, except for Do Young. I'm sorry, Do Young. Sorry, Do, we'll tell you guys about his other nickname later. We will, we will. Um, we'll get into all that. We're just really excited to, like, share with you our life and our love for K-pop. We know there's a lot of people all over and all, every country that, you uh, know, really enjoys K-pop. And, so. like, where we live, <clears throat> we live in the South, you guys, okay? Yes. I, I, that needs no further explanation. <laughs> right. Um... We are literally shocked when we go out in public and somebody else's army or in citizen or any other K-pop stand like especially when people know Shiny like Shiny oh my god <laughs> like you guys like I said Taemin I won't I'll just that'll be a whole other episode about Taemin um, but when we go out in public and we meet other K-pop fans it's like it's just the best feeling because you think K-pop is such a weird genre of yeah. like I mean it's a great you know it's a great 
deal of different people but k-pop people are special i mean like yeah. i feel like we're just a whole different kind of breed of people and that's fine um so it's really nice to meet you guys out in public i said you guys like we're like these huge content creators right now right. <laughs> nice to meet but you guys in public there's really any other like k-pop yeah. fans that really just enjoy what we enjoy yeah and like appreciate it for what it is we really like love that and especially with going to ptd we got to meet a lot of other army so it we was did. really cool and you like just when you think you're freaking weird like not saying that other people are weird i think i'm weird personally, <laughs> personally. i mean like we are weird okay yeah. like I just, that yeah no explanation but <laughs> just when you think that you're the biggest fan you go to a bts concert and you're like wow yeah like There's i didn't put enough pins in my clear bag and i didn't so put the right photo cord in my phone and right. why didn't i wear a purple wig and why didn't i get the purple sequin jacket that that girl had and yeah it just why did i make a tiktok yeah it just goes to show that like there's so much more to this fandom and like this group of people that more than you would ever think like you're not alone definitely basically yeah i think that's the best part about k-pop is it's like you're like you're included you know um okay so that was our dessert segment basically we want that to be at the end of every show and we just share something we're excited about each week so thank you so much for listening to us hopefully you like everything that we have coming for us and lauren you want to say goodbye i do want to say goodbye i just want to tell you guys um look forward to our future recipes and what we're going to be cooking up for you guys and thanks for listening and we will see you next week bye